Alright y'all, we here again with another podcast, me, myself, and I podcast, but before we jump into this podcast, you should already know the new routine by now. What I want you to do is click on the link and check out my audio book, or audio books, more than one, and look out for my new books coming out too, I got some new ones coming out too also, but click on the link. Or type in Warm at Fetter and click on audio books. You know, my book, um, Painkiller and On the Prize and Position of Power should pop up. And also, you can also go to Amazon, type in Warm at Fetter books and check out my new book, Control, and stuff like that also. So anyway, in this podcast, I'm going to let you listen in, you know, listen to some guy. He pretty much a sex addict. In my previous you know, um, podcast, I was talking about, you know, don't be uh addict for sex. Stop putting these hoes on a pedestal and spending your resources and paying for sex and stuff like that. Because being a trick is like being a drug addict. You know, most people are like, well, I can't live without that person. I can't go long without sex and all that type of stuff. And I always say, I always say, the person who have the least sexual desire has power in that relationship and also we don't pay people to have sex with us you know that's a low value type person you know you want to carry yourself like you the prize like you the catch if you're the prize and you're the catch you don't pay people to be in your atmosphere and you don't pay to be in someone's atmosphere so um this interview is from that you know the guy from um but it's soft white underbellies. You can go go on his YouTube page and check him out. You know, shout out to him. I think the guy's name is Mark or some shit like that. But you, it, um, an interview from some trick ass guy from soft white underbellies. So I ain't going to waste no time. Let's go ahead and get into this. When you want to explore your, 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 your sexuality or who this you him. are on the inside, your inner demon basically or your inner love piece, like. All you gotta do is just really just just think about it and really analyze the whole thing, and it will it will it will, it will come out, and, and it will it will it will bring you to a different level of of, of dark pleasure, like good dark pleasure. pleasure. Fuck, talking about. All right, Brian. So, Brian, uh, where are you from originally? Where'd you grow up? New Jersey, Patterson, New Jersey. That is. And tell me about your childhood. You had both your parents growing up. Yes, I did have both my parents. Uh, and how, how was your childhood? My childhood was, was, was like a normal kid, you know? We, we played outside after school, you know, softball, kickball, stickball, tree tag, manhunt. All the good stuff before the streetlights came on, you know? Any any craziness in your in your childhood? Um, yeah, I was molested by my brother, man. I remember that my whole life growing up. An older brother? Yes, and um, it was kind of rough for me at first when I finally got older and I realized that it came back to me and I was like man what, what, what am I like am I gay am I like bisexual what am I like am I gonna be a serial killer like for the guys from Criminal Mind or am I gonna be child molester so I had to dig deep and find who I really was so I experimented I've come to find out I'm not, I'm not fully gay but I'm bisexual. So it's like, 
I like girls more than guys, but it's because she wants it, not me. Like, so it's like I'm, I don't prefer, but I like the pleasure. You know, something I'll share with the world a little bit. So, uh, and what, what do you uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a full-time barber. Been cutting hair for like 29 years. I've traveled cutting hair, and I've also um, I like to mess around with like uh, cars and so stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little mechanic, or body work, really. Okay. And uh, so you like you like to come down here and pick up some of the girls on the street? I definitely like to come pick up down some of the girls, <laughs> whether whether they they're called prostitutes or substitutes or whatever wow. the case may be, but they're beautiful to me. Beautiful. Yeah, some of the girls are actually really nice. Yeah, they're really nice, man. You know, they just just messed up the way other people treat them. Like, you know, just because they are what they are, it doesn't mean you have to treat them like that. You gotta don't be a captain saver. Around huh? a little bit. Don't say any hoes. than what the average person would. You know, because it's it's rough. It's rough down here, man. That's they terrible. choose rough, their man. life. I mean, a lot of the girls have told me stories about yeah, getting. Man. Raped and beaten. Yeah, bad, bad, bad. Guns bad, and knives and all kinds bad, of things. Bad, bad, bad. Um, not me, man. I, I'm more of a, of a lover and a fighter, but I, I like to love, man. You know, some people just, some females don't know what that really means. Like, all they did, but then got so abused that it's like, now it's like, it's hard for them to trust and to love. I'm hoping that I can switch all that around. You know, so... Sadie hoes. Are there certain girls that you uh, frequent more often? I love black girls. You like black girls? I love my beautiful black queens, man. Some apparently, I'm Spanish, I'm Colombian, but Latinas, I love my Latinas, don't get me wrong, but my black girls are just, oh. Put them hoes on the pedestal. And do you ever play around with some of the white girls here? A lot of white girls? Uh, no, I haven't had the chance yet. Um, but I've messed around in Jersey with a couple of white girls all over the world, you know, Canada. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I really, I don't judge and I don't discriminate, but at the same time, it's like, it's just science. It's not about the, the, the black and the berry, the better the juice. That's what makes it all go around. Yeah, for everybody. They say, once you go black, you never go back, which is kind of true. And did the cops ever give you a hard time? Uh, one time, I got caught in Jersey, picking on one. It was the most embarrassing thing in the world, man. Yeah, oh, true. But, you know, that happens. We got over it. It was this, this this case, but you had to go through it. I had to go through it. And the embarrassment I put my family through was even worse. But it's okay. So, uh, so you're married or single? I'm single, single dad. So you have a daughter. Yeah, I have a fourteen year old daughter. It's gonna be fifteen in April. Okay. And um, her, you, you she's beautiful. Her? I raised her all the way. She was uh, eleven years old, and um, and um. While the mother goes to work in the morning, I will go to the barbershop in the afternoon, you know? So basically, she knows who her father is, you know? Anybody could be a dad. Um, she's a little bit mad at me right now, but she'll realize it later on why, why I did what I had to do, leave. But I was with, my, I was with the mother of my child 15 years. 15 years. And, and you, you prefer the relationships you have with these women, the, the freedom that it provides? Yeah, because I don't really have to, like, Answer on nobody, you know. You don't, you don't, you don't pay them to stay. You pay them to leave. Trick logic. And it's not that I'm having sex with them, all of them all the time. Sometimes I just, you know, enjoy the company. You know. Pay and a half. Sometimes you know, you, you, know you, you, 
You never know why God puts or who God puts in your life to change somebody else's life. You know, it takes me. My life has been like, it takes a complete perfect stranger to make me look at things differently. God ain't you know, got like, nothing to do with your trick you know, It's just, you know, the spontaneous things that happen in my life, you know? But, um, I trust females more than guys, so it's like, I'd rather, I'd rather be with like four or five females in one night. Tell you all the time, don't trust you, huh? Hanging out with the guy, and, you know, nah, it's cool, but it's not really that. I'm a horny motherfucker, so it's like, I have to have sex all the time. So wait, wait, where do you take them? You'll, you'll take them to a hotel, or? Uh, to a town, hotels, wherever they want to go. Sometimes outside, I'll pick and, I'll, I'll like, I'll bring fuck them, actually, and try to find out their fantasies, and accommodate to their fantasy, fantasy you know? is but how much money the car, you pay right? me. I'll take them to a park. And you're using uh, condoms? Oh, yeah, all the time. I'll stay with a condom. You're on blowjobs. Rubber, 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 rubber. That's the thing, girls. You got to protect yourselves, too, man. Yeah. You know? Safe, 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 safe. And then uh, what about drugs? Is drugs part of the picture for you? Uh, yeah, I do crystal meth. But what does crystal meth do for you? <sighs> it's like an aphrodisiac to me. If it's good, Crystal Mavis, it, 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 it just, I start feeling like Pepper Le Pew, Hugh Hefner, Benny Hill, I just, come here, it's Pepper Le Pew. But, um, yeah, it's, it's more of an aphrodisiac to me as a stimulator, like a Red Bull times 10. You know, I don't start tripping, I'm not, you know, because I do drugs, I don't let it do me, so... And I'm still responsible. I go to work. Yeah, work. Yeah, I love. I love. I love to hustle. I love hustling. Hustle is what I love. It, it doesn't. Uh, the, the meth use doesn't get. Doesn't me affect me. No, it actually keeps me awake. Cause I barely, I barely sleep. And when I do get sleepy, I do a little meth and I wake right up. Like oh, yeah. man, I'm ready to go. Um, one thing that Skid Row has taught me is, you know, being mature at my, at my age, like. You never know, like I learned a lot from being here. Uh, I've matured a lot too. And the people here are just like- a mature drug addict. They're awesome. People here are awesome. There's, there's so much unity here at the same time, but but not anybody gets welcome here. Like, you know, you have to really put in your time to really like, get accepted, you know? Um, good people down here, beautiful women. It's nice. I like yeah. the culture here, you know? Life has been good to me, man. I'm blessed being here and, and getting to know different different parts of the world as I go along, you know? It's awesome, you know? And I plan on taking my barbershop to, to a big level that we all could just get together and just collaborate and just have a blast. Some type of, like, freaknik or, like, a summer jam or, like, you know... Pip-hop parties or something, you know, something like that. Okay, maybe all I know is that I would like to do barbecues, parties, and have everybody come. You're all welcome. Do you, you, know? find, do you find you're happier as a man who has this, this choice of all these different women uh, see, rather yes. than being married to one woman and um, being faithful? If I was to ever, I really, I do want to find the girl of my life because once, once I start building this dynasty, this empire, uh, I don't want to do it by myself, so I need like a, you know a partner next to me to, so we can enjoy it together. Why not have a, a female? But as of right now, I haven't found nobody worthy enough of 
of my my time. But I don't I don't play with nobody's heart either. So it's like I, I you know I I, I I I treat them well. You know I treat them, I try to be politeful and respectful because it's, it doesn't exist no more. It's, it's too it's not cliche enough like for people like to not like give a compliment instead of like. Say closing out, I might marry a porn star or a prostitute off the street. See how low his goddamn thinking process is. See how highly he think of himself. He don't want a classy upgrade woman that's on his level. Or if he should, the prostitutes probably is on his level. But the thing is, he don't want no upper class type of person. Not down in prostitutes and stuff like that. But at the same time, don't let this be you. Don't let this be you. Now, if you if this is you and you out there spending your money on sex and all that stuff and doing trick behavior and stuff like that, you know, find yourself some help. And that's why I do this, to help people. You know, most people I, I talk to, they say, well, they're addicted to porn and all that stuff. And, you know, they can't they can't really help themselves. So that's why I create this, not only to help people with, you know, breakups and all that stuff, just somebody here to talk to, to help you, to tell you, you know what, put God first in your life. The best way to find, you know, what you're looking for is to take the first step in that direction and got down, work on yourself. But with that being said, if you need to contact with me or get talk to me in any kind of way, it can be breakup relationships or you just got a problem. You can text me on WhatsApp. The number is 1706-346-4783. Or you can email me at mcfadden.warren at gmail.com. Or you can be like, you know what? I don't want to do either. You can go to Amazon or Spotify. 
or any other you know audio book platform that you choose and check out my book just put in warm and fat and they'll pop up or click on the link that's attached to this podcast right here it's not normal to be spending your money on sex and drugs and stuff like that there's no good outcome to that you know you when the last time you heard somebody say, if you ask a person like, you know, what kind of car you want? I want to go to the junkyard and get that scrap metal that's buried under the dirt, that piece of shit right there. Yeah, I want that. I always want the best for yourself, and I, and I always try to be scribe for the best. Even if you fail, you know, always do your best. Don't be like this dude. But anyway, enjoy the rest of the podcast. I got some more coming.